Thanks for tuning into Lessons from Your Grandparents, where we interview older adults and allow them to share their stories, giving a sense of purpose and connection to the individuals who have built our nations. By listening, you can learn from the wisdom of people with long life experience and connect with history in a fast-changing world. I think it's fair to say people all around the world are feeling the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic right now as we continue to fight the virus together. Today's guest draws her hope from the younger generations and shares perspective from her experiences being born and raised after the war. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Lessons from Your Grandparents. Today, I have Agnes Wood with us. Now, Agnes and I met through a colleague who I work with in the community, Jenny. And Jenny is one of the um, vendors that I collaborate with often. Now, when I was talking to Jenny about what I want to do and what I'm hoping to accomplish with this podcast, she said, you know what, Roya? I recently met this wonderful woman and we had such great conversations. I think she would be perfect and I think she would absolutely love to chat with you. So here we are today. I've met with Agnes and we've had some really great conversations together. Just brief ones in preparation for this podcast today. Now, I'm going to pass it over to you, Agnes. I want you to share with the audience a little bit about yourself, and uh, and we'll go from there. Oh, okay. <laughs> My name is Agnes Wood. Uh, I was born and raised in Denmark, uh, born during the war, World War II. My parents were resistance. <laughs> I... Uh, I was some years in nursing, and after I had children, I left nursing and went back to college and became a certified art and ceramic teacher. I'm a happily married wife, (laughs) have a happy life, uh, you know. know, What we're going through now with this coronavirus is uh, really something else, and (laughs) I worry about everybody. Right. I'm just curious to know, how long have you been living in Canada? Well, I, I uh, immigrated with my mother uh, in 1959. Uh, so I was 14 years old when I came, came to Canada. Yeah. And what was that experience like for you? It was sad. Uh, I loved Denmark. I didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Now I have two countries in my heart that I love. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And you still have family in Denmark, I understand? Yes. And was there any specific reason that that led you to to need to leave your home country at that time? Uh, I don't know. Uh, My mother and stepfather never spoke Mm -hmm. why they wanted to leave, you know. I had no choice. I had to go with them. I can empathize with that. My parents escaped as refugees with my brother and I. I was just an infant, but from their stories, I can understand how challenging the transition to a new country can be. I'm wondering if we can dive into that conversation about transitions. It's interesting times that we're in right now with the COVID-19 pandemic. The world as we knew it has come to a standstill as it works together to slow the spread of this virus. 
I'm wondering if you would be able to offer your perspective on the current situation. For instance, are there any parallels in your life? Perhaps another time when something unprecedented occurred and what was that experience like for you? As far as the virus goes, I'm hoping that this will be the, the thing that will bring the world together because mm -hmm. we're all going through it together. And uh, yeah, really hoping that there will be more love, more peace, more, uh, you know, I see it in the younger generation that, you yeah. know, they really impress me. What do you see in the younger generation? Can you expand on that? Hope, love. They're always just willing to do anything they can to help the, the elderly or the homeless. I have a great deal of faith and hope in them. I just want to really echo how much that probably means to a lot of the younger generation, myself included, right? Because mm -hmm. from my conversations with people my age and younger or, or even slightly older, the feeling of hopelessness or confusion is pretty vast with how quickly the world is changing. Um, mm -hmm. And so I love that to hear that yourself as somebody who's, you know, lived through up until yeah. the age that you're, you're at, you have that perspective and that hope. I think that uh, maybe the parallel would be that uh, after the war and, and uh, when we came to Canada, now, there was quite an adjustment, um, mm -hmm. you know, for us. In those days, immigration, like we didn't get sent to a hotel, <laughs> hotel and we got sent out on a farm to, you know, Mm. Uh, work the fields and stuff. And my mother was pregnant, five months pregnant, you know, mm. out in the fields in the sun. Uh, I found that I felt hopeless. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to go home. Yeah, yeah you <clears> wanted throat> to throat> go back to Denmark, yeah. Yeah, and now I, you know, I can, th I think to myself, uh, the young people that, younger generation let's have a lot more energy it doesn't bother me to be stuck at home mm. but they have a lot more energy in the, and determination and you know they want to do things i feel really bad for them being stuck at home but mm. i'm so proud of them of what they are doing that they are staying home you know uh, and the way they help it's just very impressive. Sounds like you really see a lot of strength in in the younger generation right now. A lot of resilience. I do. I do. And yeah. I hope I hope a lot of them go into politics and make this a better world. You've gone through quite a bit yourself, even just having lived through the war. There's quite a bit of strength and resilience in your story and in your person, right? And I'm wondering oh. What was it for you from, what did you learn from those experiences having come out the other side? You know, how did that shape you and how did you manage to hold on to so much hope during those tumultuous times? Well, I was, uh, I was abused at home mm -hmm. by my stepfather. Okay. And so I ran away at the age of 15. Uh, and, um, 
a lovely family, a veteran, mm-hmm. took me in, you know. And with the time that I had, which wasn't much to myself, mm-hmm. I had three jobs uh, in the daytime. Wow. Um, and I went to night school at night because I wanted to become a nurse. And, uh, you know, my determination made that possible. <laughs> yeah, here I am. And yeah. uh, I hope that the younger generation will have that determination. Never give up on your dreams, your hopes, but put kindness and compassion ahead of everything else. That is such an important message. And I'm one that I think many people are really feeling grounded in hearing from you right now. It sounds as though the strength, the determination, and the perseverance of your spirit and your character have really brought you to where you are today. And those are some qualities that we need reminders um, about to recognize, especially during these stressful times, that they are capacities within us and that we have this opportunity to really practice and hone in on developing those qualities, um, even though we're tested and trialed. Uh, you know, there, there's various quotations on it. Uh, one that I think about from my experience is, you know, with fire, we test the gold and with gold, we test our servants, right? it's that idea that through the challenges we come out the other side and your from what you've shared with us today so far your your testament to that we know many are feeling the heightened anxiety and stress by the uncertainty of this current situation and its impact on our economy and relationships just to name a few i'm wondering if there's something else you want to share with us today that we haven't touched on yet. I certainly understand how they, you know, how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a son that's a paramedic. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, and he's out there now uh, dealing with it. You know, first responder. Right. And I mean, the worry about him is is just something else. And our daughter, one of our daughters, was uh, is a hairstylist. Uh, thank goodness they closed down those shops, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about her anymore. But yeah, it it's stressful times, very stressful. Mm-hmm. I I would say, you know, but to the young people, I'd say just a day at a time, a minute at a time. You know, um, this will all end. It'll all come to an end, and uh, there will be better days, especially, I think, when the young generation starts taking over. Again, I love that perspective of hope that you're sharing with us, and the quote, you know, this too shall pass. I've been seeing that floating around a lot in the last couple of weeks. I think Mm. you're really kind of touching on that perspective of, staying mindful and slowing down, which I know my generation really has struggles to do because of how quickly the world is changing, right? Um, The rate that technology is changing and the demands that has on business and relationships is pretty vast. 
there is one thing I, I would like to say to the older <coughs> generation, yeah. uh, you know, if they're finding themselves lonely at home, thankfully I'm not. I have a husband and a wonderful German shepherd, you know, <laughs> I'm legally it. blind, so she helps me. Right. Um, is find, find something to occupy your mind to get away from all this virus talk on TV. I, I can still see out the side of my eyes, so yeah. I played PlayStation. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, that's and so good. I, uh, yeah, my favorite games are Final Fantasy series. <laughs> oh, that's so great. I love and that. I, can, I spend hours on that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. it really does. Uh, once you get interested in it, there's no getting away from it, and time goes fast. And that's what I would say to the older generation: try it. Yeah, try it. Be open to new opportunities and and yeah. new hobbies, or pick up old hobbies that you can still participate in. Yeah, yeah. Anything that takes your mind away from from the loneliness, the you know, the being shut in and stuff. I feel for it for them, you know. I oh, wish I could. The nurse in me wants wants to get out there and help, oh, you I'm know. I, but I, of course, I can't. Well, <laughs> I'm seventy-seven. No. You know what? You're helping right now because once this this gets you know shared on the podcast, I I can only imagine the number of people who are going to take value from the perspective and experiences that you're sharing with us. So. You're, you are definitely helping. I want you to know that. And if anything, you've helped me so much in the, in the two to three conversations that we've had in the last <laughs> week in preparation for this. So I, I want you to really know that. And hopefully one day, as you said, you know, the last call we had, uh, one day hopefully we'll get a chance to meet in person when this all blows over. Absolutely. I'd love to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise, Agnes, likewise. And I'm just wondering, just to kind of bring this around, what's something that helps you stay hopeful during these challenging times? Hopeful? Yeah, I'd have to go back again to the young people. Yeah. <laughs> my focus seems to be on them a lot. I watch my grandchildren. Yeah. And especially the granddaughters in college, working hard in university, you know, just the, the determination so I see that and I'm hopeful for the world you know mm -hmm. for for the future you and see a better future through yes absolutely through the younger generation absolutely I love it I absolutely love it that's a lesson in the history books right I'm just gonna speak to the audience here I think so many of us are feeling so um, just distressed by the experiences, um, sometimes affecting our mental health. Uh, and, and so here we go, hearing it from Agnes, there is so much hope and you have so much to offer and so much capacity within you. So um, let's take a, take a moment to just remember that and try not to lose hope in what you can do rather than what you can't. So focusing on what we're able to do during these challenging times to help us move forward and help uh, contribute to the betterment of the world. Agnes, it's been such a joy speaking with you today. 
any other lingering thoughts that you'd like to convey? One of the favorite things, uh, advice that was given to me by my grandmother, and I didn't realize at the time just how important that was, because it's, it's an old saying, never judge a book by its cover. You mm -hmm. have to read the whole story. Now, there is where I see the hope for the future. They are not, they're not bigoted. They love every, they seem to love everybody, no matter race, gender, uh, color, you know, and, and that. And I love that because after the war, with my, both my parents having been resistance, you know, against mm -hmm. the Nazis, um, it, they, my mother taught me time and time again, how important it was never, never to discriminate. Mm. And, and so that one lesson, never judge a book by its cover. You have to read the whole story. In other words, you have to walk in somebody else's shoes. I'm so, so grateful that you, that you shared that with us. Um, Cause I think it is probably the most important lesson that we'll ever learn is recognizing our oneness, how really, regardless of where we're from, what country, what nationality, what culture, yep. if we focus on our similarities and our oneness, that unity is, is possible. You know, yep. we can really um, work towards the betterment of the world. Cause really in, in the, I think one thing I've been reflecting on is how much this virus has, really um helping us actually focus on that rather than our differences for once yes. probably in our history this virus doesn't discriminate between races between nations the borders don't exist and it just reinforces that we are in fact a global civilization yeah 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 humanity we are all made of the same stuff i love and it we should all love one another and and do what we can especially for those who who have less than we you know yeah oh absolutely uh, and you know supporting each other building the community locally and and globally absolutely thank you so much for sharing that thank you there's a quote by Rumi that um, he's a he's a very old Persian, I guess, poet, you could say. Mm -hmm. The one that st struck me was, where there is ruin, there is hope for a treasure. Yeah. And I yeah. think there's so much strength and power in that perspective. So I want to leave our listeners with that. And also, thank you so very much for chatting with us today and sharing a little bit of your wisdom and your story with us. Thank you. You're very welcome.